Welcome to the Dad Strength Podcast, helping you earn the mug that says world's greatest dad. My name is Jeff Gervitz. I am your host. I am a fellow dad, but I am not your chief motivation officer. And I'll explain that in a minute. The Dad Strength Podcast, by the way, is an Unlearning Network production. This is a one-off, kind of a different style of episode because I wanted to share a bit about a personal experiment that I've been running. And I'm curious to hear your feedback. You can go to dadstrength.com slash feedback to share your thoughts. You can leave me a voice note or leave me a written note. I find motivation to be a fascinating topic, I think in part because I believe it to be so wildly misunderstood. We are always trying to manipulate our own motivation to work ourselves up into the ability to do things that we don't really want to do. And I'm not sure that's the best framework. So here's what I've been working on. I've stopped trying to motivate myself. It's an experiment right now, an idea I'm chasing to the extreme. This is my first report from the field. Complete the following sentence. Without motivation, I will blank. Ask yourself, ask your friends. I know that in my role, I'm supposed to be some kind of chief motivation officer. I don't see it though. I believe that motivation is largely a red herring. Not that it's not important, it's just not the right thing to chase. Still, I understand why it's tempting to say, I can't quit you. The fear, I believe, is that we'll do nothing and contribute nothing, or even more frightening, we'll be nothing. That's pretty scary, I guess. The initial period of letting go may even confirm your fears. However, if your motivation is low, will that be because you stopped hammering on the go button for a minute or because you needed a fucking vacation? My experiment began when I noticed how often I'd whip myself into some heightened state. Turning up the stress before every moderately hard task is like drinking a hundred mini espressos every day. When caffeine tickles your neurons, it relays the go signal to your adrenal glands, each resting like a jaunty chapeau atop a kidney. Adrenaline is released into your bloodstream and you are now ready to fight, flee, or feel anxious at work. I found this great picture today. It's a before and after. It looks like an entanglement of worms or wires. And in the before one, they're thicker. And in the second photo, they're immediately thinner. The caption is, capillaries before and 14 seconds after a stress signal. They can contract by over 70%. That's blood pressure in action. Heightened stress puts the squeeze on your red blood vessels. However, since your vascular system doesn't differentiate between real and manufactured threat, the whole thing can get kind of messy. Stress is, after all, stress. Michael Jordan remains famous for being able to manufacture insults and indignities, whatever he needed to motivate himself into elevated performance. At what cost, though? I wish I could ask him. I stopped motivating myself just to see what would happen. I should clarify something though. I didn't say that I no longer have any motivation. I've got plenty. Everyone does. The difference is that I've switched roles from manager to surfer. Motivation brings the set and I surf the waves. So far, it's been terrific. 10 out of 10 would recommend. If you're interested in dipping your toes into these particular waters though, I have a few preliminary suggestions. The first is to orient to meaning. There have been three different ideas posited at different times to be core drives in humans. One is happiness, one is status, and the final one is meaning. 
an idea beautifully expressed by Viktor Frankl. I'm with that guy, but choose whatever feels most salient to you. How do we get to our core principles? It's work. I think it begins with coming up with uh, what you believe in. Sketch it out and then take those ideas for a test drive. See where your predictions are off and adjust as you go. Look for what truly means something to you. Motivation already lives within the meaningful. You don't have to bring any extra. My next piece of advice is to pay attention to your biorhythms. And these are natural waves of energy. The body moves in cycles. We have circadian rhythms, your pulse and respiration, hunger and satiety, peak energy and peak fatigue. There's even a predictable call and response in exercise. That could be the elastic contraction of tissues in a jump or the rhythms of directed stress and cellular adaptation. All of these waves are influenced by your mental state. And in that you are free to just observe them or to better yet feel them. The next framework is to develop skills to match small levels of motivation. Think of motivation like your leg strength on a long, challenging bike ride. Lots of hills, lots of fatigue, so leg strength is going to vary. Having a range of skills to apply to your levels of motivation is like having a gear to match whatever your legs have got. You can still go uphill in the wrong gear, it's just not recommended. So choose little gears for small reserves and big honking gears for massive reserves. Keep the pace, but adjust the resistance to match what you've got. You also need to be aware of your environment. Your biorhythms are not just influenced by your internal state, but also by your surroundings. That's why I don't recommend leaving the lights on at night or using a foghorn as an email notification. What other influences might you eliminate to help you have better clarity on what's going on in your body? Finally, all of this takes time. I've invested a ton of time and effort into shifting my lifestyle into one where I can more readily surf my waves of motivation and interest. I don't have to motivate myself to do much anymore because I've designed for meaning. I like doing what I do. I even like the hard parts. And more and more, I feel like a kid on the monkey bars. The effort required to do what I want to do is incidental. It's unrelated, really. It's an afterthought. I'm just stoked to be doing what I'm doing. So if I can help you feel stoked too, let me know. Hit me up at dadstrength.com slash feedback. The Dad Strength Podcast is an Unlearning Network production. Title music by Daniel Ross. Additional music by Mike Ford. <laughs>